Hello, and welcome to Adventures on Earth. Um, my name is Tara. I'm Ocean. And our podcast is about trying new things for one or for both of us. Uh, our thoughts and opinions are our own. And as a bonus, each episode, we're going to feature an animal. Uh, we're going to feature two animals. You guys know how this goes by <laughs> now. Uh, that each of us picks to raise awareness about conservation. And the other one has to try and guess it in three guesses. Uh, so this week, I get to go first. Oh yeah, because you whooped my butt last week on uh, for the first time. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No. Okay. I'm ready. Yep. Sorry. Bring it on. My animal is native to sub-Saharan Africa. Elephant. No. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you no, you're good. Uh, it is an insectivore eating mainly termites and ants. Anteater. No. It has a pig-like nose. Aardvark. There we go. Yeah. So I chose the aardvark this week. The reason I did this is because somebody asked me about them, and I was really embarrassed because I knew, like, nothing. Um, I guessed that they were nocturnal or crepuscular, and uh, it's nocturnal. Uh, so mm -hmm. aardvarks. Uh, they are in, their scientific name is, are you guys ready for this butchered? <laughs> or Ceterapus Afer, A-F-E-R. Uh, so fun fact about these guys is they are the only living relative. Like they have nothing else closely related to themselves. Uh, they are a least concern IUCN status. Did you see I wrote it on the front of our notebook? Yeah, I'm going to flip it. Oh, thank God. <laughs> uh, so they're a part of the Afrotherase. Uh, so, so their closest living relative is going to be elephants, manatees, and hyraxes. Which Interesting. Which is phylogenetic... That is all just a bunch of bullshit sometimes. Um, so their name comes from the African's language of Eredvark. I couldn't find like a pronunciation of it in my very quick research, um, which means ground pig. It's pretty accurate. They look like little ground pigs. Uh, they're the only living member. Uh, I've just become self-aware of the us. <laughs> They are short and stout, weighing, how much do you think they weigh? I have actually, I've never officially took care of these guys, but I had to wake them up and put them on exhibit. So they actually weigh a lot. Yeah. Like they, 100 and, I'm going to guess like 120. 130 to 180. Yeah. They're, they're huge. And they smell so bad. Do they? They, they, they look like they're going to be like musky. Yeah, they're, they're their own scent <laughs> i'm just gonna throw that out there Ooh. uh so these guys have shovel-like nails it reminds me of the little uh, again a harry potter reference and i don't know harry potter very well who is ron's 
familiar, not that's not the right word, his scabbers, his little rat. Yeah, yeah that's the rat. Yeah. When he transforms into a human, they find that out. And that guy's creepy little fingernails that like look yeah. rat-like, that's how their their hands remind me of. Um, or what they remind me of. So they are two feet tall and up to seven feet long with their tail. Yeah, they're... <laughs> I, I was astonished by all of this. Uh, another cool fact about them is they actually don't have any enamel on their teeth. So they're, yeah, their teeth wear down and they just regrow their teeth back like a shark. Uh, Not like a shark, uh, but (laughs) kind of. They have nine olfactory bulbs because that's how they like hunt for the insects. You know, they sniff around, which is more than any other animal. Like these guys have the best sense of smell. Uh, They can excavate one meter of earth in 15 seconds. I can see that. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure these guys were are awful to take care of. They just dig and dig and dig. Um, yeah. I had to check their exhibit. So what I would do in the morning at one of the facilities I worked at. So I would go in. Um, I'm not going to say how many individuals we had just because that might give it away. But um, I had to wake up half of them and go... Um, walk them out but before that I had to walk around the exhibit I fell into their holes that they dug yeah, multiple times and like at some point like I had to shovel to make sure like the dirt didn't get too high up mm-hmm. on the exhibit wall if it did I had to dig it yeah oh yeah so it's I heard, yeah, do you it's remember great. the rabbits we used to take care of yeah Oh, yeah. The, those guys did some work <laughs> in one day. We'd just yeah. go back every single morning, shovel <laughs> back the dirt. It was like five feet of earth, and they'd just pile it up. That was yeah. not fun. Um, anything else I need to tell you? Oh, yeah, so the teeth thing. I thought that was cool. They have like a gizzard-like stomach, so kind of like anteaters, uh, it's because they don't really chew their food because it's ants in... Oh yeah, they yeah they have a thirty inch long tongue <laughs> uh, that they just suck in a bunch of yep. ants and um, termites, but they do eat one fruit, and that is the aardvark cucumber, which is it fruits underground. Wikipedia, which is my source of information as always, didn't give me much on aardvark cucumbers, but I was. Apparently, what aardvarks will eat. And they have, once a year, they'll have one pup. Take seven months for gestation. Raise these little floppy, wrinkly things. Yeah, that is my aardvarks. Giant excavators. Pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much sums it up. All right. Are we ready for yours? Yeah. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Okay. Um, we're gonna get a little wet today because we're going in the ocean. <laughs> I was waiting for you to revisit the ocean, your true love. Yeah, we are, we're we're going in the ocean. Okay, so that's kind of like your. Uh, that's not. I won't count that as a clue. Um, I was trying to figure out what fun facts I wanted to give you, and it's just I still don't know. So we're gonna just see how this goes. <laughs> 
Yeah, you said your head hurt after yeah, researching just, your animal. I'll, I'll get to that. I'll remind me at the end. No, oh, geez. Um, so clue number one is they have one of the largest brain to body size ratio in of all inverts. So that's kind of like a yeah. Orca. Nope. Okay. Inverts. Oh, invert. <laughs> Jeez Louise. <laughs> It's been a day. It's been a week. It's been a year. Uh, oh, gosh. Inverts. Uh, let's go with the p- giant Pacific octopus. No, but you are. You're getting close. We're getting there? All okay, right. Okay, yep. There's over 100 different species. Giant squid? No. Or squid, I guess. You are... You... I'm impressed. Okay, so... <laughs> well, you... Inverts aren't generally intelligent animals. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Um, it is the class Cephalopoda. So, which you've named two already, which is the squid octopus, nautilus, and... It's a mollusk. It's a mollusk. It is not an octopus. Oh, it is a... Smaller than an octopus. <laughs> it, I'm, it's killing you that I can't figure this out. No, right no, now. it's okay. I, I didn't know if you were going to guess this or not. Mm. Starts with a C. So let's cuddle. Oh, cuddlefish. Yes. <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, I'm excited. Let's learn about some cuttlefish. They're cool animals. Yes, they are. I have two and a half pages. Here we go. So we're we're going to try to run through this because they are intense. Intense? They're just crazy. I thought they were in water. What? I thought they were in water. Well, they are in water. (laughs) God. It's been a day. Okay, habitat. Here we go. Tropical and temperate ocean waters, mostly shallow waters. And they're present along coast of East and South Asia, Western Europe, the Mediterranean, Africa, and Australia. Notice, no Americas. No Americas. Um, they have been known to go to depths of 600 meters, which is 2,000 feet. Impressive. Impressive. So, um, further than I can dive. Yeah. Um, so appearance. So we're going to talk a lot about their appearance. Um, their eyes are W-shaped. Um, they have eight arms, two tentacles, um, with, hold on, I had to, like, write this, how to pronounce it, <laughs> denticulated suckers, so, which means they're leaf or tooth-like suckers. Oh. the leaf it's was a, grim. yeah, the, the tooth-like suckers really, like, did they not. They just grasp it. So, their sides, they're actually a lot smaller than I thought they would be. Um, They generally range between 15 to 25 centimeters, so that's only 6 to 10 inches. The largest species reaches 50 centimeters, which is 20 inches. I didn't realize that they were that small. No, I thought they'd be like 2, 3 feet. Yeah. Maybe up to 5. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Tiny little ones. Um, They actually cannot see color, but they use the polarization of light, which enhances their perception of contrast. Um, they can see how pretty they're, they are. I know. Yes. They can see how much they contrast though. True. 
Um, they have two spots of concentrated cells on the retinas. One is to look forward and one to look backwards. They're, um, sorry, I cannot talk. The eyes changes focus by shifting their position of the entire lens with respect to the retina instead of reshaping the lens as in mammals. So unlike in a vertebrae eye, no blind spot exists because the optic nerve is positioned behind the retina, so they're able to perceive depth and distances because their brain calculates the input of both eyes. You're learning so much right now, aren't you? My eyes just glazed over <laughs> from that. Oh my gosh. Um, it is thought that a cuttlefish eyes are fully developed before birth and start observing their surroundings while still in the egg. Circulatory system. Their blood is blue-green color due to the copper-containing protein um, hemomycin to carry oxygen instead of the hemoglobin. Sounds great to me. Um, they have three hearts. Two are two pump to each gill, and the third pumps to the rest of the body. Their blood flows more rapidly because um, rat 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 la 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 cannot talk. Blood flows more rapidly because the heomycin carries less oxygen than hemoglobin. In fact, okay, cuddle bone, the internal structure called the cuddle bone, which is a porpoise and porpoise. <laughs> I was like, I don't know um, why the porpoises are here, but <laughs> purpose. Okay, it's made of um, unragonite. Okay, the pores provide buoyancy, which the cuttlefish regulates regulates by changing the gas to liquid ratio in the chambered cuttle bone. So can you see why my brain starts hurting at this yeah, point? Yeah, my brain kind of hurts too. Okay, um, but each species has a different shape, size, and pattern of ridges and textures of the cuttle bone, and they're sold in pet stores as nutritional supplements for birds. I've seen a cuttle bone, yeah. Yeah, so they're ink. They do have ink um, for a defense mechanism, so they can create a smoke screen to hide the escape or can form a pseudomorph or bubbles of ink surrounded by mucus to act as a cuttlefish decoy. If you wanted to watch the show Octonauts, they have a cuttlefish episode which describes this. Is that a kid's show? Yes. Okay. It's it's really cute. <laughs> no, I was just, there. this is like, I've never heard of this show. It's a kid's Octonauts. show. Octonauts. I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. Okay. It's cool. on Netflix, by the way. So the arm arms and mantle cavities so they have eight arms to elongate oh that's supposed to be two like not t-w-o I... not t-o um elongated tentacles to grasp prey um when approached by a predator the cuttlefish can suck water into its mantle cavity and spread its arms to appear bigger in size and it's also used for jet propulsion to the main parts of basic mobility are the fins that can move the cuttlefish in all directions. The more you know. Oh, I'm, I'm still going. Oh, I... Um, their suckers extend most of the length of the arms and along the distal portion of their tentacles. Um, they taste by touch, allowing them to distinguish objects in water currents. Um, some cuttlefish are venomous. Um, they do have a beak, which helps to do prey and defend themselves if needed. Their fins are kind of resemble a flowy skirt, I guess. 
uh, movement and position of the fins helps smaller males mimic females in order to swim past larger males to gain access to females. I love that about them. Um, diet, small mollusks, crabs, shrimp, fish, octopus, worms, and other cuttlefish. Their predators are dolphin sharks, fish, seals, seabirds, and other cuttlefish. Um, their lifespan, guess their lifespan. Three years. One to two. Close. Uh, they hatch from eggs fully developed around six millimeters long, reaching 25 millimeters around the first two months. So before it dies, it slowly deteriorates because the eyesight begins to fail, which affects their ability to see, move, and hunt efficiently. Uh, reproduction is they mate around five months old. Males will challenge uh, one another for dominance and the best den during mating season. They just threaten each other and usually ends up with one swimming away. Males grab females and turns them so they're face-to-face -face and use specialized tentacle to insert a sperm sac into an opening near the female's mouth. I don't know why that's so funny. Males... No, it's... I had so many jokes just come to mind. <laughs> yeah, I had have... I have... <laughs> one too, but we're just going to, you know, skip that joke. Um, but males can also funnel, flush other sperm out of the female's pouch, and then that male will guard the female until she lays the eggs a few hours later. <laughs> so they they can douche a n rival male's sperm sack out Pretty there. much, <laughs> yes. Um, after the female lays her clutch of eggs, she will secrete ink on them to make them look like similar to grapes, and the egg case is produced through a complex capsule of the female accessory genital glands in the bag. I'm on my last page. Okay. It's going quick. Communication, because I'm trying to talk fast and not sidetrack. Um, there are um, four different types of communication. So chromatic, which is skin coloration, skin texture, so like rough versus smooth, posture, and locomotion. So for example, the common cuttlefish has 34 chromatic, six textural postures, and six locomotor elements, like different types. Yeah, yep. Um, so about the chromatic, because this is like the coolest part of the cuttlefish. Uh, so cool. So they can alter their skin color in one second. They can change their color and pattern in shape of skin, including polarization of the reflected light waves to communicate or camouflage. So their skin can have up to 200 chromatophores. So that's their pigment cells per square millimeter. That's a lot. Um, their sacs containing hundreds and thousands of pigment granules in a large membrane that is folded when retracted. Hundreds of muscles radiate from the chromatophore. The cuttlefish can control the contraction and relaxation of the muscles around individual chromatophores, thereby opening and closing the elastic sacs and allowing different pigments to be exposed. So there are three different layers. There's orange and yellow, so that's the uppermost layer, the red layer, and then the brown slash black is the deepest layer. And um, they match the surrounding, but scientists aren't completely understanding like how this process works. Yeah. Um, they mimic some so, yeah, mimic substrate in animal skin and each species adapt to their own camouflage pattern. So they can either like settle in sand or settle in algae. And they are able to change the texture of their skin. So their skin contains 
bands of circular muscle, which as they um, contract pushes fluid up, and this can be seen as little spikes, bumps, or flat blades. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> IUCN status least concerns. Um, but threats include destruction of habitat due to large-scale commercial fishing and ocean acidification. And so their wide range prevents them from being too threatened. Two and a half pages of Bravo. fun facts about the cuttlefish. Give my, me a report. My brain hurt because I there's there's so much more. Oh yeah. And I oh. I cut that down. Like that is this Cliff Notes version. So if you want to go look at um, or look up info about the cuttlefish, go ahead. There's videos on YouTube and all that stuff. The videos are wonderful. Mm -hmm. uh, what was your um, source? Just so we don't Wikipedia get to. Wikipedia and PBS Kids. Brilliant so. sources. Yeah. They gave you a lot too. I'm tired. <laughs> well, good. I'll, you take a break, take a sip. Um, so uh, Ocean over here bought a peppermint narwhal calendar for the year. If you guys aren't aware of the business Peppermint Narwhal, they do a lot of like cute illustrations of animals as well as like bring a lot of light onto conservation projects and, and just graphics too. Graphic. Is there anything too? Yeah, yeah, yes. Um, so they came out with this adorable calendar and I'm kind of jealous I didn't buy one myself. Well, we can share it. It's okay. I'll, I'll look through it after we're done recording. Okay. Uh, so we are going to go through at the beginning of each month, whatever recording we're doing, just kind of going through the days. Yeah. Like animal days. Yeah. I don't, It's going to make sense here once I start. So I'm going to start with January because we missed that. So January 5th was National Bird Day. The 10th was Save the Eagles Day. The 16th, Appreciate a Dragon Day. Uh, the 20th is Penguin Awareness Day. 21st was Squirrel Appreciation Day. I do remember that because my husband loves squirrels. And I shared a video with him. And the 31st was International Zebra Day. So that was in January. Moving on, we have February. 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 So February is Adopt a Rescued Rabbit Month. It's International Hoof Care Month, which is super important. Take care of your feet, whether they're hooves, feet, claws, what have you. They're intricate to your survival. Uh, fishing Cat February. That is fun. I like the, how that kind of rolls off the tongue. <laughs> and we have National Bird Feeding Month. All you bird watchers, now is your time. So the first is Serpent Day. Uh, the second is... Ooh, the second has a lot on it. Mm -hmm. The second is Groundhog Day, Hedgehog Day, and World Wetlands Day, as well as Ostrich Day. So I figured out why World Ostrich Day was chosen for February 2nd. It's because they're only the only ratatite to have two toes. Mm -hmm. So it's two, two. So for one for each foot. Oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. I thought it was cute. I just learned that the other day. Number seven is Superb Owl Day, the best the best of all the owls. The twelfth we have is the Chinese New Year. It's the year of the ox coming up. Cool. <laughs> I thought I had a fact for that, and I didn't. <laughs> the fourteenth, we have World Bonobo Day, oh, which is also Valentine's Day. Very apt, because bonobos are super sexually active. <laughs> 
We'll cover those one day. The 15th is National Hippo Day. Holy cow, there's a lot in February. Yeah. Oh man, there's a lot. We're going to have to split up. <laughs> like in October, that's a that's a hell of a big month. <laughs> we're celebrating a lot there. Yeah, we might split this up. Um, we're just catching up on February. Um, the 20th is Love Your Pet Day as well as World Whale Day. And World Pangolin Day which Ocean might have lied to us all about. That's hey, okay. Internet is not always true. There is nothing false on the internet. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, so we have an entire week celebrating. I don't know if celebrating was the right word I wanted to use. The 22nd through the 26th is National Invasive Species Week. Raising Awareness Week. Raising Awareness Week. There we go. Thank you. And uh, the 20 cents, 20 cents, 27th is International Polar Bear Day. Woo! Very exciting. All right. So that is what we're here to celebrate for the next couple of months. Uh, one last thing. You guys are, I know you're just dying to know. What was Tara and Ocean up to recently? A lot. <laughs> we're snacking today. Snacks. Yeah. All so, snacks. um, we wanted to try snacks from around the world. So we got a box from Universal Yums is the company. And we're going to kind of go through each snack, give it a rating on what we think. The, they gave us a lot of cute information on here. We'll go through that as well and just kind of tell you what um, the Netherlands has to offer and what we've been missing out. So we're going to open some wrappers and not chew into the microphone. So um, we'll be back in just a second. No, let's roll with it. Okay. <laughs> so we just tried, sorry for the crunching or crinkling of bags, but we just tried the bio-organic hand-cooked chips, salt and black pepper flavor. I thought they were pretty good. I was surprised. Yeah, it was it, they were delicious. I would eat them all day because I love potato chips. And I've had salt and pepper potato chips. Like, I would just say they were good potato chips. Yeah. They surprised me. Just because yeah. I don't see myself as a salt and black pepper potato chip. Yeah, a pepper is... Or having black pepper... Sorry, I have an eyelash that's attacking my eyeball. <laughs> um, if you see me... I don't know why this. I laugh at, like, every little thing you say. <laughs> Just do. Hey, I appreciate your good audience. Ow. Oh my gosh. Okay. So it was black pepper. That's what I was saying. I apologize after I was under siege from my own body. Uh, yeah, black pepper is like a nice little. I don't, like, like kick? Yeah. Yeah. Like a little oh. spice. It was like, oh, here's a potato chip with a flare. With a little ooh, la, la. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, yeah, they were pretty good. I, On I a was... scale of one to ten, I mean, um, I mean, we've only tried two so far. Yeah, yeah. Um, we might post our rankings. Yeah, we we'll might. post our rankings. Yeah, at the end. Okay, so this is number one so far. Number one in our hearts. Um, Let's try okay, it. and then we tried. They're called Dutch Speculas cookies. I don't know. They're cute. They have little, a little design on them. Um, Dutch themed. Dutch. Um, kind of tastes like gingerbread. Not bad. Yeah, I'm not. 
I wouldn't say they were like spectacular, but I'm also not a huge fan of like packaged cookies. They are, they do have a little bit of crunch. Yeah. Um, I mean, the flavor was great. I love that gingerbread. Like some things are good hard, but these probably, cookies should be like soft. (laughs) Yeah. I like, I prefer soft cookies. Yeah. So those were good. Okay. So Mm -hmm. I would say out of these two, the chips, I would choose the chips. I would choose the chips as well. Okay. We'll be back for more. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we just tried, we've been trying to like lump these together. So we tried uh, a brand called Roca, R-O-K-A. They make the original cheese biscuits since 1949. I was, I was really excited to try uh, the cheddar and raspberry cheese crispies. Why is crispies just like a fun word to say? It is a fun word. Crispies. Um, so we tried those. I didn't really get a ton of raspberry. It was... My first bite was like a full-on raspberry more than the cheddar. We had opposite experiences the first bite. Yeah, I was just crunching on some cheese crispies uh, <laughs> for a while. Now that's all I can taste. It wasn't... I was underwhelmed. It needed something else. Yeah. And I wasn't, I'm not sure what. I don't either. It's just, it's not something I would want to try again, I guess. It was just okay. It was just okay, in my opinion. Okay. Um, We also had the Roca um, Gouda cheese crispies was included. And those ones were dry. Yeah, it's very dry. Like, but I... Like, I expected salty. I think I'm just used to salty. Maybe that would have been better. Um, with those, or like a smoked Gouda, maybe. Mm, it's all about the smoked Gouda. I see. I prefer smoked Gouda. So I don't know. I was a little, the flavor was not there for me. No, and I, I love cheese, too. I love cheese, too. It just wasn't my favorite. But we also had Stroop waffles. Um, so these are described as delicious cookies from Holland waffles with caramel filling the the texture threw me off so I bit into it and I was like this is going to be crunchy and it wasn't as crunchy as I thought it was soft and then I didn't know there was caramel filling so it like got tacky in the center but I could eat like six more of those those were so stinking good those are my favorite so far yeah these were delicious um yeah it's by max and alex cookies there's droop waffles i i just have nothing but good to say about them. they're so freaking good they're holland's finest <laughs> um so next we are going to go into our do you want to do chocolate or gummies mm, i don't we should probably end with chocolate. Okay, let's do gummies next. We're going to go but, into gummies now. But so far, the Stroop waffles are my favorite, followed by the potato chips. Yep, I would say that's our ranking. And then... Probably the cookies, the gingerbread-ish Dutch yep. cookies. Then I would say the cheddar and raspberry cheese crispies. Yep, and then the but, Gouda is yeah. following yeah. in the back. Oh, All right, so we're going to start off with there's been a heavily heavy odor of black licorice ever since I've opened up the packages. 
So we're going to start with the source of that. So these are by the company Venco. Uh, I don't know what that says. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I'm there. They looks like black licorice houses. Smells like black licorice. <laughs> so the words on here in my best Americanized trying to read Dutch is Gratchten. Panges? Sure. Uh, Zach Zoet. So I have no idea what the, any of this oh. means. Oh, there's there's a little... It's oh. Dutch licorice bites. Oh, I have a bad feeling about oh, this. Oh, it's actually shaped like canal houses, but tastes like magic. I have a bad feeling this is not going to be magic. Any other fun facts to pull from there? Uh, <laughs> Um, I haven't even put it in my mouth yet. Um, apparently, but did you know that a majority of Dutch vacation goers won't go on vacation without it? And it tastes like mom. I am. <laughs> I, I do not like black licorice. I don't like licorice. I like licorice, but. Ugh. Oh, this is cool. We'll read this afterwards. Are we ready? <laughs> ready? Just put it in yeah. your mouth. Swallow. Black licorice. I can't chew it quick enough. I can't stop laughing in order to swallow it. I'm going to attempt choking. I can't look at you right now. I just decided that choking on it was going to be better than Oh, it lingers. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. No, you're not. It stays. <laughs> wow. If you love black licorice. Get this box. I have a treat for you. Oh, I'm in so much pain right now. Oh, it's stuck in my teeth. No. Yuck. Yuck. Okay, so... As you haven't noticed, that's going to be in our last place, at least in my <laughs> book. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, I like I don't like licorice, so yeah, these are these next. Well, this one and the next one are going to be um, my least two favorite, but don't worry, we have soft licorice and fruit gummies next. Is that the red brand? Yes. Okay, Red Brand Drop Fruit Duos. So these guys look like little pills and they're like cut in half with flavors. So we each got a flavor. Okay. Um, uh, I but don't... did you know the average Dutch person buys more licorice than toothpaste? A whopping four pounds per year. I, okay, if anyone's Dutch out there, I feel like you should be brushing your teeth more than you're eating licorice. <laughs> okay. I guess you don't use a ton of. But I think these are black licorice. Half of these are black licorice, <laughs> and with orange. And I'm not. <laughs> not ready for it. I'm not ready for it because the, the other look, one... the look on Ocean's face, it's just like, Tara, do I have to? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wait, are you doing the yellow or the orange one first? I'll do the orange one. You do the yellow. 
I don't know if there's. Oh, they're not <laughs> soft. Ow. <laughs> like, not as soft as I was thinking. They're gummy. They're very gummy. Mm. <laughs> Yuck. Just swallow it. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Why? Okay. Now. Oh, there, there's a black licorice aftertaste. <laughs> oh my gosh, don't choke. Please don't choke. Are you okay? Yeah, I just... just <laughs> my mind was saying swallow it. My throat was like, no. <laughs> it just gagged. <laughs> we have one more. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, there's not a whole lot of orange flavor, and when you get it, it's, it's a whisper of orange. <laughs> and, it, and it's an air horn of black licorice. <laughs> okay, oh, um, it's so medicinal. Um, you do get... A lemon flavor. I think a lemon overpowers the black licorice by smudge. But then the black licorice comes from behind and just whips your taste buds like, here I am, bitch! Oh no. Oh. Okay. Oh no, I got the crispy chips on it too. Okay, ready? Oh, I got just the uh, Ready to go. They're so hard, too. Wow, that lemon is kicking. Well, just wait. I unfortunately think the lemon's better than the orange. And I'm so sorry. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, well, it's a black licorice. <laughs> hey, bitch. All right. Oh, good. <laughs> I felt like I took a shot of medicine and then washed it down with some aerosols pledge. <laughs> oh. Oh. Thank God we got those over with. Yeah, I used right. to like black licorice as a kid too. Oh, oh, I used to like chew that blackjack gum. Mm. What has happened? I feel like I've been tortured. <laughs> no, that was not. All right. Okay. Um. <laughs> After that defeat, our next little project is, is the candy cars, which sounds so much better. Okay. The original gummy Cadillacs. Is it gonna? Um, is it yummy taste? Yummy take a taste drive. Oh, that's funny. Um, so juicy strawberry, black currant. Oh, good. And cherry. Candy oh, shaped like cards. It's a Dutch thing. Oh God, I dropped the package. Sorry. Okay, so they've been making them since 1965. So their product lineup includes their parking attendants, steering wheels, and of course their best-selling Cadillacs. 
Wait, do they actually make car parts as well? Oh, okay. Like, yeah, I, I mean, of candy. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I do have to read this live because it's cheesy. <laughs> okay, we could go on about how they take you on a long, juicy, chewy ride. But it's better to just let you go on a taste drive. Yeah, could you not look at me while you're saying that? Oh my god. Ooh, okay, I'm ready to get a new flavor in my mouth, so I'm gonna pop this bad boy. Oh, wait, what, are you doing the, so the there pink was, or red? I'm doing like the middle tone. So, you, so that's I, the black current, I'm assuming. Wait, so there's are only there three? one. There is, but there was only one of those. Oh, here. Let's, no, oh, no, you're fine. No, I'm gonna. Well, here. I just don't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Be <laughs> strong. Okay, so then, so this is the black current. Oh god, I just got a taste of black licorice that like crawled out of my throat. <laughs> These are also very gummy. Holy crap. Oh, <laughs> I can't. Five minutes later. Oh, that was hard to chew. Mm -hmm. And I only had half of it. Yeah, same. Wait. Was that the cherry? All I can no, taste is, is black licorice. <laughs> oh, wait, yeah. Yeah, I have, I have is... the black currant. Oh, yeah, the black I currant. I think that might be cherry. or I'm bad with flavors. This must be strawberry because it's lighter. Oh, I got a hair in my mouth. I'm sorry. There's a lot of hair here. I had one. So they're good. It's just, ooh, I really like yep. the black currant. I wish this was more popularized in the U.S. Yep. So you tried the cherry first, because this is definitely cherry. I had the black currant. You're doing it now. And we're going to do the strawberry. Anyway. Yeah, these are, I really like them. I just wish they were a titch softer. Yeah, well, now we have a whole one because we just had a half one. Yeah. So oh, this might take five minutes to chew at. I'm going to use the other side of my mouth. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, <it> worse. <laughs> just don't choke. Oh my gosh. This is a rough ride. This is more like a condom brand instead of a luxury vehicle. Well, they want us to go on a juicy taste drive. <laughs> okay, they're not bad. If no. they were softer. If, yeah, if a representative from Candy Cars is listening, we really like your candy. It is just hard <laughs> just hard oh those are pretty good though yeah not bad <clears throat> okay well i mean coming from the the black licorice we'll take anything oh that was way better all right so next what do we got here um the sour violet candies Ooh. never has a flower been so mouth-watering where does the package go oh yeah so these it came with Two different hard candies. So we have 
sour. Well, these ones are sour too. Oh, they're both sour? Yeah. Apparently. Oh, man. We're trying our best to not like sound, make these weird noises into the microphone as we're eating. Um, so, but oh, I don't know if I can actually. Huh, let's see. You know the phrase, good things come in small packages. Is it me or is all of these overtly sexual? The yum bag um, yeah. is the phrase and embodied. Yeah, so these are called the yum bag. Full of fun and yums. Comes in a cute little package. They're cool, sweet, crunchy, wild, crazy, sour, and yummy. Okay, sorry. I Oh, you already unpackaged yours. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, did yours say Napoleon on it? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yep. Oh, okay. So, so does say... that mean it's like strawberries? I don't know. Oh, these are like know. these round little pink spheres. It looks like a dum-dum without the stick. You ready? Yep. <laughs> are you going to be too hard? This is a odd flavor. Okay, hold on. Let me read. Wait, they're like flower. No, oh, so they they are literally violet flower tasting. <laughs> they taste like freaking flowers. <laughs> You're right. It's not bad though. Not a fan. <laughs> Why are you glaring at me? You spit it out on your plate. A couple more seconds. <laughs> I like it. It's it's different. It's unique. Mm -hmm. okay. That's what I was mostly excited about. The really? different flavors. Like, well, I mean, not the violet. That was a surprise to me. Okay. Yep. It was literally like eating. Sucking on a flower. Yeah, it was a little like summer gardeny. I don't know. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it was. It's different. Yep. It tastes a little perfumey almost. Yes. Not bad. Not bad. All right. So this next one is watermelon. It has a crazy guy in the front, so I have a bad feeling this is going to be sour. Oh, these are cute. They are cute. I wonder if it's going to be like a what is it? Airhead. Warheads. Thank you. What'd I say? Airheads, which also come in sour. Now, I like watermelon, so I think these are pretty good. These are really good. Hmm. Okay, so it's a sour watermelon. Ooh, candies. It's a burst of watermelon in, with every chew. not very sour though mm -mm. it's kind of like hint of sour but like watermelon flavoring is like kind of on the sour side but like these are not which is weird because <laughs> did you just get a punch of sour the sour's <laughs> in the middle <laughs> okay uh i like fizzed Oh, there you go. Hmm. You kind of... 
found it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, it's like the that fizzy, soury texture that I was not expecting. Um, not bad. No. Mm -mm. But I don't think it's like that sour. No. I mean, there's a little bit of a kick, but like not. I was thinking like, like crying sour. Oh, that's what I grew up on. Yeah, those were good. I'm impressed. All right. It's like stuck in my teeth. Oh, I know. That's the worst. All right. So we have two things left. And they're chocolate. Yeah. Chocolate has to be safe, right? Um, I would hope so. So first and foremost, do you want to... Let's start with the... Yeah, the little... The... <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> my mouth... I'm like excessively salivating. <laughs> and who? So we have another word that I'm not going to be able to pronounce. So this is the brand B-O-L-L-E-T-J-E. Bolette J? Sounds great to me. <laughs> um, this is chocolate. And oh, it's UTS certified. I don't know what that noise is. Okay, so these are just mini spiced cookies. Wait. Oh, it's my animals that are making the ruckus. What do you think it was? That was the neighbors. Oh. Crap. <laughs> There's descriptions on the back of each of these packages in English. Oh my. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Cool. Oh, we have a little booklet too. That's all right. Okay, so these are mini spiced cookies with chocolatey co coating. All right, so these are going to be good. So it looks like there's three different flavors of coating. So it's like white, milk, and dark chocolate. But they're spice cookies, apparently. Yes. So that's going to be the intriguing part. Dark chocolate? Eh. Let's just start with whatever we want. I'm gonna start with white because let's start with milk. Hmm. I'm not expecting a crunch. Very crunchy. So if you took these cookies that we had earlier and coated them in chocolate. Yep. Yep. I was trying to see if there was a difference in the chocolates, and there is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we're both like covering our mouths, <laughs> so we're not crunching into the camera, not the camera, the microphone. We're trying our best. I didn't discover the <laughs> crispy cookies <laughs> until. <laughs> yeah. All right. Not bad. Not bad. No, those were good. I like the... The dark chocolate was a nice, like, 
just a little bit bitter, but not too bad. Yeah. I like the white chocolate, but I'm a white chocolate person, so. Okay. Yeah, honestly, I like the dark chocolate the best. The milk was next. White chocolate's hit or miss for me, but those are good. Yeah, not bad. Okay. Nice and crispy. And next, all right, what do we got? Our hazelnut cream milk chocolate bar. So it's a Dutch cocoa plus rich hazelnut cream filling. So it's by hmm, App Nut Mies. A-A-P-N-O-O-T-M-I-E-S. What? So first the packaging, because it talks about the packaging. Ooh. It depicts the 1897 reading board that helped generations of Dutch children learn to read, including royals like Princess Juliana. It'll teach you Dutch words for monkey, nut, cat, brother, and sister. Oh. So monkey is like, is A-A space P. So I'm assuming like, I don't know any Dutch, so. Nut is newt. Newt. Miss is cat. Is cat. Miss. Me. Uh, boy is whim. W-I-M. Zeus is girl. And um, what was the last word? Uh, sister. Oh, sister. Jet. J-E-T. Okay, cool. I'm excited for this one. Hazelnut's not my favorite, so hopefully that... Yeah. Oh, that was more hair. <laughs> Melt in your mouth. Ooh, this is... This is good chocolate. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That hazelnut? Mm-hmm. As I'm talking with my mouth full. Okay, it kind of tastes like Nutella, but it's like not... It tastes real and not artificial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like... I think that was a pretty common theme for all of these is... Even if the flavoring was similar to what like we've tried here in the United States, like or like the same flavor like watermelon, it just mm -hmm. tastes more real. Yeah. In this box. Yeah, that hazelnut was actually really good. It was rich. Mm-hmm. It's probably because of the cream. The cream and the hazelnut, what it was like. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah. It was good. I'd say at least in the top like four. Oh, like top two for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. The stroop waffles were good, but I am a caramel girl. I love caramel too. It's my favorite. But that hazelnut though. I'm almost thinking. I, I would put the stroop waffles as my first. This hazelnut as my second. Mm-hmm. And then the potato chips as my third. Yeah. I would do the same. And then I would say the two... The two, like, hard candies, the violet and the watermelon, I would say that would be my fourth one. I might do the chocolate-covered ginger things. 
the chocolate cover. Oh, I forgot yeah. about those. Yeah. Before the hard candy. So I would do that and then the watermelon and then the, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I was a big fan of the violet suck ball. <laughs> yeah, I would say those were the black licorice bull craps. <laughs> um, Wait, we didn't get a red one. No, we didn't. Dang it. I, it's, it's okay. I'm not going to be that mad. I would say my least favorite would be the black licorice canal houses. Yep. Followed by the black licorice. Trying to. And fruit mixture. Yeah. Um, and then the cars would be like the third to last. Cars? Uh, cars? Honestly, like or... I like the cars a little bit better oh, than yeah. the oh, yeah. the cheese crisp. Oh crap, I forgot about the cheese crisp. Okay, hold on. Because the cars, like, the only downfall was how hard they were to, for me to chew. Yeah. Um. Okay, so we have the black licorice last. Yeah, at the bottom. Then the half fruit, half licorice. Yep. Then probably the gouda cheese crispies i would say the gouda then, and then the, the cheddar raspberry yep and then the cars or hard candy oh no i i would probably do the violet sour balls then the candy cars and then the watermelon and then oh wait we have these cookies too the cookies were good though they were so then I would say the watermelon. I would just say like the middle stuff is, it's all kind of, it's hard to compare it. Yeah. Because I didn't like the candy cars because they were too hard. Yeah. Whereas like I thought the candy cookies were just kind of like, eh, they were okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was. I think we have our top three and our bottom three and everything yeah. else gets mashed up in the middle. Yeah. It's like. Why are you feeding me licorice? Yeah, all right. So that was, I would say, our top three, four, five-ish, and then our bottom. You guys could probably tell what we felt for each thing. <laughs> um, so included as well in this box was the booklet that Ocean's been reading out of. It has some just, like, fun facts about each product. Um, it also had a sticker, which, where did I put the sticker? It's somewhere under the snacks. Okay, it came with a cute little sticker as well. As this, um, it's like a map, and it has games on the back where you can rank your favorite ones. So uh, the map on it has a bunch of little towns in the Netherlands. So obviously there's Amsterdam, where 11 million wooden poles keep the capital city, city's building from sinking into the sea. Oh, wow. Uh, there is a town called Kinderjik. Kinderjik. The city boasts the highest concentration concentration of historic windmills in the Netherlands, all built in the 1730s. 1730s. That's that old. Uh, Tilburg, the Stroopwafels in your box were baked in this city. So that's kind of the in the 
southwest corner. Here's one. Actually, I'm going to save that one for last. And we're headed up north now. Uh, Emer- Emel, Emel Lord is where our Gouda crisps were made and have been since 1984. A little bit north west of that or northeast geez northeast is groningen groningen home of the world's largest freestanding climbing wall excalibur standing 121 feet tall wow last and not least on this little list is apeldoorn it's home of the first zoo where monkeys can roam freely and walk right up to visitors cool I don't really ever want to encounter yeah. monkeys. You know, but... I was just thinking about like diseases and germs and shit covered hands t- trying to touch you. Ooh. Um, okay, so apparently there is an art to eating the Stroopwafels. So... It wasn't inhaling it like we did? Yeah. So it says, but just don't chomp on your Stroopwafel. As tempting it as it may be, the Dutch has developed an art. So we have... We should have placed your cookie over a mug filled with your hot beverage, so hot cocoa, coffee, or warm milk. Wait two minutes, then dig in. So then each warm, gooey, decadent bite will have you feeling as happy as a Dutch kid. So it would have melted the caramel. Ooh, okay. So we're going to have to find these snacks and try that because that sounds delicious. So um, also in this little booklet, so we could have got three different flavors of potato chips. So the choices were sour cream and onion, salt and pepper, or cheese and onion. And we got the salt and pepper one, but they just like surprise you. Okay. So. Now we know. That has been another episode of Adventures on Earth. Uh, thanks for joining us as we taste test some delicacies, not delicacies, but some snacks from the Netherlands. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, we would appreciate it more if you subscribe, like, do whatever you can. And if you do dare, give us a rating. Five stars would be great, but I'll be honest. We are a mediocre we know podcast. Our, we know our worth. Uh, but rating us also helps other people discover us. We think we're putting out at least a mediocre product that should grace a few more ears here or there. Uh, also follow us on our social media. So you can find us at Adventures on Earth on Twitter, Adventures on Earth podcast on Instagram. And if you have any suggestions for stuff you want to see us do, try, encounter, uh, please give us an email at Adventures on Earth podcast at gmail.com. We'd love hearing from you. If you have a similar experience or just want to share your story with something we've done as well, uh, we would love to hear it. Give us permission. We could share it on the podcast even. And again, thanks for joining us. Have a great rest of your day. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.